Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I welcome you to this very special program because this is Christmas week. I'm here in my office and I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope you had a great Christmas holiday with your family. I have a short interview we're going to show you today and I have some updates and exciting news at the end of this interview. I want you to stay tuned because I'm going to tell you some things that are very exciting that are coming up. But Ron Cantor, I talked to him recently. He's the president of Shalano TV in Israel, which is a 24-7 Hebrew-speaking Christian program, a Christian channel that reaches the Jews in that area of the world. Very important network. He's also the Israel director for God TV, and he is a Messianic Jew. He's lived in Israel for 20 years, and he has a very interesting perspective on the things that are happening in Israel right now. And we're going to go to this interview with him. And just remember, stay tuned. I've got some exciting news for you, and I want to talk to you about some things after this interview. Ron, thank you for joining me today. It's great to be with you guys. We're going to talk for just a minute because you guys live in Israel and uh, you've lived there for the last 20 years. And we were talking before we went on air here just about how bad it is in Israel. Talk, talk about the spirit of what's going on right now in Israel and what you guys are experiencing. Well, it's it's just been really, really difficult. We've lived in Israel 20 years. My wife was born there. She's a native born Israeli messianic believer. But we were in France on uh, actually Switzerland on October 7th, catching a train to France. And we began to hear reports about rocket fire, which for us, it's it's normal. We live in Ashkelon, which is 10 minutes from Gaza. I see rockets literally go over my apartment building. Um, we're used to that. And we have the Iron Dome, of course, which, you know, over 90 percent effective. But we could see that this was different. There was more rockets than normal. And as we got about 10, you know, we're on our way to Marseille, France, and, and we're getting updates and each, every 10 minutes, it's getting worse. Then we're hearing there's, there's terrorists actually in Israel. And, and of course we're thinking 10, 20, like we yeah. never, we couldn't even imagine that there were 3000 terrorists in our Southern cities. We could not imagine that 12 to 1400 Israelis would be butchered. Um, and so when the dust settled and we, we were able to really, and it was over 24 hours before we fully understood what had happened. You know, the country was just in shock, absolute shock. It, it's just absolutely awful. The anti-Semitism in the world right now, I believe is unprecedented in the history of the world. There's, there's always been anti-Semitism to some degree, but not, not on this scale. And the, this is an article, it says, Israel issues severe travel warnings to dozens of countries amid rising anti-Semitism. Now, I'll read just a little bit of this article. It says, the National Security Council on Monday updated travel warnings for dozens of countries amid rising anti-Semitism around the world as Israel fights the Hamas terror group in Gaza. Several countries in Western Europe, including the United Kingdom, France, and Germany, South America, including Argentina and Brazil, along with Australia and Russia, were raised to level two which recommends that Israelis take additional precautions while there. A number of countries in Africa, including South Africa and Eritrea, and in Central Asia, including Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, and Turkmenistan, were raised to level three, which recommends postponing non-essential travel. And what it's saying here is Jews aren't safe. Uh, around the world, is, do you do you feel that way? I mean, you're you're Jewish. Do you feel that way? I know you're I know you're messianic. 
I feel safer in Israel than I do. I'm in, I'm in the States right now. I feel safer in Israel. I was nervous about leaving Israel because of what I'm reading around the world. We were on our way to England about two weeks ago. Um, I was going to be speaking at a rally of believers for Israel. And uh, as I'm leaving Israel, I'm reading the reports about in London that, that Jewish people are being attacked on the streets. I don't typically wear a kippah, a, you know, Jewish head covering, uh, but I, I determined I would. I was so angry. So I get on the airplane and I'm wearing my, my shirt that says, free the hostages, bring them home now. And I'm wearing a kippah and I landed in England and I went, for, you know, I kept it on and I went to the hotel. When I went into the hotel, the people that worked at the hotel out of concern for me, they were saying, take that off. You don't want to wear that in London. Wow. They were nervous for me. Of course, I, I didn't listen to them because I'm just a little <laughs> bit angry at that point. <laughs> Uh, but that night, my wife and I, we went to be with other Jewish people, not believers, a traditional Jewish synagogue, and they had a meal afterwards. They invited us to stay, and they, they one of them, who was originally from Israel, who said, Pachad nafal aleinu, fear has fallen upon us, the Jews of London. So I would agree with you. What we're seeing is unprecedented. You know, there's a professor out of Cornell University. And he said, I mean, it, it, it videotaped him saying that he was exhilarated and excited yes, yes. when he saw the Hamas attacks on October 7th. So we've never seen Jew hatred like this since the Holocaust. No, no. And it's, but the, I think the difference today is it's, it, this is the same level as the Holocaust. It's just worldwide. It's on, it, it was on the campuses in America during World War II to some degree that it, it was infecting the world. But this is this is the world of the end. You know, it's uh, the ridiculous story of the Bible is that at the end, there's going to be this tiny little nation in the Middle East that the world will hate so much. That, that, that That's the ridiculous story until you live in it right now. Right. And you see the spirit, uh, the United Nations, the uh, Secretary General of the United Nations supports Hamas. Uh, and I want to read just a little bit of an article here. This is from Fox News. It says, Dr. Treating Freed Hamas Hostages Reveals Unprecedented Abuse. We have to rewrite the textbooks. And it says, a doctor treating freed Hamas hostages in Israel says survivors are suffering from an unprecedented level of extreme, extremely severe psychological abuse they endured during captivity. She says, I can tell you that on behalf of all the medical and psychological teams, Treating those who return, the mental states we encountered have no precedent in medical literature. We feel that we have to rewrite the textbooks of post-trauma, Dr. Renana Itan. Itan revealed that the Tel Aviv Medical Center is actively treating more than 15 former hostages and described their severe physical and mental abuse. Those held captive were subject to starvation, to beating, to sexual abuse. They were being held in inhumane sanitary conditions. Extremely severe psychological abuse was inflicted on them, including separation from family members, separation of siblings, separation of children from their mothers. They were held in solitary confinement and spent long days in total darkness until they developed severe hallucinations. Eton claimed children were forced to watch brutal videos. They were under constant threats by weapons and threats to harm them even after they were released. They refer to the forced use of psychiatric drugs and other substances. Eton also detailed cases where individuals, though appearing physically unharmed, are dealing with severe 
post-traumatic symptoms. They also say in this article, Ron, that before they released them, they gave them uh, sedatives so that they Drugs. would appear not to be as upset. So these are the people that the world is, is rallying behind. And you were talking about London, has some friends of mine in London on October like the 8th, right after this happened, the 9th, and there were pro-Palestinian support, support demonstrations all over London and not one for Israel at that point. And so th this, is, th this is unbelievable that even the, the UN Secretary General is saying, well, we don't blame Hamas you know, for doing what they did. Well, these are savages, not, not all the people of Gaza, but Hamas, the political leaders there, they're evil. And the difference, you know, the Palestinian Authority is bad enough, and they, they have not condemned the attacks of October 7th. But Hamas, from their beginning, has been wanting to eradicate the Jews. So this is an existential threat to Israel. Yeah, and I, I had the opportunity to see the footage. You know, the, the, the sick thing about the terrorists is that they videotaped themselves. They, they gave us the evidence. So half of the terrorists were killed on October the 7th and 8th. And uh, Israel was able to re extract the footage from their cameras, and they put together 45 minutes of the most brutal footage you can imagine. They first showed it to uh, international journalists and then to Knesset members, parliament members in Israel. And they were, if you saw them come out of that screening, they were, they were undone. And then a week later, they showed it to faith-based journalists. I was able to attend that. And Jimmy, what I saw was unbelievable. I saw a father and his two boys running to their safe room, which was in their backyard, and because they just think it's rockets. And then you see three Hamas terrorists jump over the fence and they throw a grenade in the safe room. The father stumbles out and, and, and then they shoot him dead. They grab the two living children, take them in the, the kitchen sit them down. They're in absolute shock. They're screaming. They've seen their father killed. And the terrorist goes to the refrigerator to get something to eat like it's nothing. Uh, I saw a, a, and this is graphic, I have to warn people, but I saw them try to behead a person with a garden tool, with a hoe. Um, but the thing that was most insidious about the footage that I saw was the pure joy on the in the terrorist countenance like this was the greatest thing they and they're killing they're maiming they're cutting limbs off they're in in, in sexual crimes that you can't even imagine and they are so happy about it there was one terrorist mm -hmm. who took the phone of a woman that he had just killed and he calls home you can find this footage on YouTube and he calls home to Gaza and he says, mom, dad, your son is a hero. I killed 10 Jews with my bare hands. And his parents say, God bless you, my son. We wish we were there with you. And he he's saying to them, your son is a hero. Your son is a hero. The pure joy. And it was it was a bloodlust. It was barbaric, demonic. Um it was the worst thing I ever had to endure watching. I mean, this is as horrific yeah. as it seems. This is prophesied, Psalm 83, talks about a conspiracy of nations immediately surrounding Jerusalem. And they say, let us come mm -hmm. and cut them off that they would may be a nation no more. That's exactly what they're saying right now. In Iran, Iran is behind all of this and they want to destroy the nation of Israel. So Israel right now is surrounded by enemies who want to destroy them. They don't want they don't want just a war. They want to eradicate the Jews. So all the people watching, I pray that there's no no one watching that sympathizes with Hamas. If what they're evil, what they're doing is evil. 
and we need to be praying for the Jews and standing with the Jews. Why did you write this book? I remember my wife and I were in Elat, the southern uh, city. It's kind of our tour city. And we were, we were vacationing. And it was right in late February. And we're, we're, we're watching the news in Hebrew. And we suddenly realized that this coronavirus thing is a big deal, that it's, it's going to spread worldwide. And it was about two weeks after that, I was just sitting on my couch. It was a Saturday afternoon. And I said, Lord, is there anything you want to say to me about this? And I don't even know why I did that because I'm not somebody who views myself as a prophet or that I would have a word for the, for the nations or, you know, but he said to me, be ready. And as soon as he said that, I opened up to Matthew 24 and I began to read the Olivet Discourse where he's talking about the end times and he talks about earthquakes, uh, uh, famines and plagues, pestilence. And these things, he said, are the beginning of birth pangs. And I wrote down at that time, I said, if we are in, if we're entering in the end time birth pangs uh, uh, timing, then over the next few years, we're going to see more and more crazy catalysmic things happening in planet Earth. Hope you're enjoying this. And I want to remind you to subscribe to this channel. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't done that yet. That just means everything that we put out, you're going to be able to get it here on YouTube. Hit the like button so other people see what we're doing here and they get this information also. And I just remind you for $7 a month, you can become a subscriber of endtimes.com. You get the entire uh, show here every week without commercials. Mark Hitchcock has a podcast that comes out on Thursday. Fantastic podcast. You get that entire uh, podcast without commercials. Also, Brian Schrager, our new Israel correspondent. You'll get his uh, podcast that comes out every Friday with breaking news, what's happening in Israel right now. All the articles, everything else that we have that comes out all week long, $7 a month. You'll be able to get that. You help us. You support this ministry, but also you help yourself. You bless yourself. And you also this time of year, I want to remind you, give a gift subscription. Maybe you're a subscriber already. Give a gift subscription. It may be a real blessing to someone that you would give a gift subscription to and really help and encourage them. But God bless you. We hope this is a blessing. We'll go right back now to the show. And Jimmy, if you look back, if you just look back at the past three years, so many crazy things from, you know, earthquakes in Turkey and Morocco, the explosion of the, the port in Beirut, the war in Ukraine, in Russia, of course, the October 7th uh, uh, attack, the, the 2020 election in America was unprecedented. No matter what you think about it, everything that took place was, was not normal. It's things that we've never seen before. So by the, that was in March. By the time June had come around, I felt like I had chapters for a book. And in July, I took three days and I wrote Birth, Birth Pangs. And it really is a book meant to equip people for the end times so they don't panic, so they don't give into fear, so they, can, they, they trust the Lord. You know, for us in Israel, we have nothing, no one but the Lord. That's right. You know, the nations have turned against us. And uh, the universities, the, you know, every, the UN, everyone's against us. And I'm, I'm hoping that it pushes us to the Lord. But there's a chapter in birth pangs that's probably the most important right now. Now, I wrote this in July 2020. And the title of the chapter was this, Israel will be the new abortion. 
Yes. And what I meant by that is that as polarizing as abortion has been since 1973, you, you're either you're either pro-life or you're pro-choice. There's not much middle ground. And I said that the days are going to come when believers, not just believers, when the world is going to have to take a stand either for Israel or against Israel. And I tie that into the uh, the prophecy about the sheep and the goats. Yeah. Because a lot of folks don't know, but that's a prophecy, not a parable. Right. And Jesus comes back and he's he's in Jerusalem and he summons the nations and he says, how did you treat my physical brothers and sisters? It's about how the world treated the Jewish people. And we're in it right now. This this issue right now, you talk about abortion, how polarizing it is. You think about being at Thanksgiving or Christmas with your family. Those are the kind of discussions you don't want to have with a lot of your family members because they're so polarizing. Right. Now it's Israel. The issue is Israel, yes. and it's a worldwide issue. Everyone, everyone has taken a position on on Israel, and if you're for Israel, you got a target on your chest. It's a right. it, it's an inflammatory. That's why we're reading the article about you know the travel warnings that they're and you're saying you feel safe in Israel. Israel's the only safe nation on earth right now for Jews. You know, I mean, right. I know it's not physically safe as it used to be, but just you know, morally safe and spiritually safe, you're protected. What were your chapter on dress rehearsal? Talk about that just a minute. Dur during coronavirus, there, as you know, everybody became a, an expert overnight. Everybody <laughs> had an opinion. You know, I would get emails every day. You've got to watch this video. But it was a I felt it was a dress rehearsal because the day is going to come when the governments of the world, the kings of the nation, they, they hate God. Psalm chapter two talks about the kings of the world, you know, being angry at God, angry at his anointed one. And there will be worldwide persecution of believers. There will be a time when they won't just be saying, you know, you, you can't go to church, but they're going to want to cut our heads off. Right. And so during coronavirus, it was kind of a dress rehearsal it, it, because we're out of it now. And we can see that, that, you know, there were some probably governments, maybe in California that, that <laughs> went a bit overboard. Yeah. But, but for the most part, I think government officials were just terrified. And the day is going to come when they will tell us we can't meet under the threat of death. Right. And and, you know, the the mark of the beast, uh, you know, people are telling me, you know, the vaccine is the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is going to be a loyalty pledge yes. Yes. to the Antichrist. Now, your your ministry, you have in you have a Hebrew gospel channel, Shalanu TV. Tell us tell us about that. Tell us what Shalanu means. Tell us about your TV channel. Well, the word Shalano means ours. And uh, a few years ago, I was approached uh, by the head of one of our cable companies in Israel, and he wanted to bring God TV on uh, onto cable. And I said, I'm not interested. I'm the regional director for God TV as well. So that's why he called me. And I said, well, I'm not I'm not really interested. He said, why not? I said, this is a Hebrew speaking country. Why do I want an English station? You know, I know you want the money for that, but I want to reach people. I said, I'll tell you what. If we can do it in Hebrew, I'm interested. And I thought that was going to be the end of the conversation. And he said, let's do it. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. This is going to be so controversial. I'm trying to talk him down, but he convinced me that we could do it. <laughs> so we raised the funds. We got everything together and we birthed Shalanu TV. And within one week, 
all hell broke loose against us. Uh, there were over 200 headlines worldwide, you know, about how we had lied, we had deceived. My face was on, you know, and it's it's, it's not how you want to become famous. <laughs> and it was right when people were wearing masks. I was the happiest mask wearer in the world because I didn't want anyone to see my face. But um, Shalano means ours because we're saying to the Jewish people, Yeshua, who echad me'itanu, he's one of ours. He came from Israel. Salvation is from the Jews and it's to the Jew first. And so we're trying to present to the Jewish people in Hebrew. All of our presenters are native uh, born Israelis. I, I'm rarely on our own, my own TV station because even though I'm fluent in Hebrew, I'm American by right, birth. Right. And so we have testimonies, we have music, we have teaching, and we have people coming to faith. They're hearing the gospel. And particularly right now, Israelis are, are, are they're scared, they're terrified. If you don't have God right now, the, the, your only option yeah. is to be terrified. Absolutely. I just read, I just read about a soldier who came home and told his parents. Uh, he said, uh, "Mom and Dad, I've never seen people open in my unit. You know, because when you're in reserves, you, you're in the same unit for 20, 30 years. You keep going back and meeting with those same people." And he said, "Suddenly, after October 7th." People are open. They're asking me questions. And he grabbed a bunch of Hebrew New Testament and he took them, took them back with him to the army. So, Jimmy, I think we're getting ready to see uh, a, a real harvest in Israel. And so Shalano TV is ready in Hebrew with books, with we have evangelists that engage people online. So we're not just a TV station. We are an evangelistic ministry. Where, where can people go to find out more about Shalanu and also about your ministry? Okay, if you just go, the easiest thing to remember is my name, roncantor.com. You can learn about Shalano TV there. You can learn about Messiah's Mandate. Since October 7th, my wife and I, we have been going to meet with soldiers. We've hosted cookouts for soldiers. We have sent tens of thousands of dollars to survivors. It, that's a word, by the way, Jimmy, that we haven't used since the Holocaust, right. calling somebody a survivor. And we have been sending thousands of dollars to different uh, uh, because they've had to leave their homes. Their homes have been burnt down. Some whole communities have been destroyed. So we're partnering with 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 believers. The, the scripture the Lord gave me just after after October 7th, I said, Lord, you know me. I'm an evangelist. I want to share the good news. He said, Matthew 5, 16. Let your light shine before men so that may, they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So thanks to folks from all over the world, we've been funded so that we are able to shine our light. And we tell people all the time, the money that we're giving you comes from Christians all over the world who love Israel. And it means so much to them when they hear that. You're doing a great work, Ron. And uh, thank you for being on the show today. We, I do pray blessing on Shalanu and you guys, uh, your family. But what you said is exactly what we've been praying over and over on this show, and that is that this will result, October 7th, as horrible it is, it will result in a revival among the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. And Ron, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for watching today. We'll see you here next time on Tipping Point. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview from Ron. It's kind of painful to watch and certainly it's painful to hear a lot of what he's talking about related to the people in Israel, but it's the truth of what's happening and we need to continually pray for Israel. But one of the great things that Ron is saying is that a lot of people are getting saved. God is using this as an opportunity to open a lot of people's hearts 
to the Lord. So that's an exciting thing. But what a great ministry that Ron has in Shalano TV over there in Israel right now. I want to give you some updates, some exciting news about things that are happening, things that are going to be happening here at endtimes.com. And we so appreciate all of you that support us, all of our subscribers, all of our supporters. And we want to continue to improve our site and our services to bless you, to meet your needs, to give you what you're looking for. And so what you're going to be seeing is kind of a new lineup starting next week. We're going to have Good Word on Sunday. And then on Monday, I'll be doing an update, a news update, uh, just kind of an impromptu news update from my home, talking about some things that are happening in the news and things that interest me and things I think are important. And then we have Mark Hitchcock. We have Brian Schrager. We have all the different people. And we're going to be shifting that around a little bit. Uh, and I think you're going to like it. Also, I'll be doing some live Q&A for subscribers on Friday. We have the written questions uh, that we answer on Fridays, but I'll be doing some of that live now. So we'll be doing live questions some on Fridays and so on and so forth. So we're shifting things around. You'll need to see a new set. We're changing the set of Tipping Point. Uh, we believe it'll be a better set for you. We also have a studio audience. Uh, I know a lot of you have been wanting to come and be a part of our studio audience. We haven't had a studio audience before, but we're going to start. That's going to be happening very soon. We're going to give you the details as soon as we get everything ready. We've got some things we've got to get ready for that. But uh, we would love to have you. Uh, we're here in South Lake, Texas, but if you're here in South Lake or the DFW Metroplex or you're wanting to come and visit or whatever, we would love to have you be a part of our studio audience. As soon as that happens, we'll tell you the link that you can go to because you do have to sign up to be a part of our studio audience. But we love that. The conference is coming up. Our Tipping Point Prophecy Conference is coming up on September 21st, but it's going to begin now on Friday night, September 20th, and go through September 21st. We haven't had the Friday night before, but we're adding that. We appreciate Fellowship Church, Pastor Ed Young, for letting us add on to the conference. We also have a new speaker. Now, all the same speakers are coming back next year. Jonathan Kahn, myself, Billy Crone, Mark Hitchcock, you know, we all have uh, Pastor Ed Young, all the same great speakers. We're adding Max Licato, and I hope you've seen him. He's a dear friend of mine, wonderful speaker, and also a prophecy expert, but also Jack Hibbs. Jack Hibbs, I know many of you are familiar with him, the phenomenal ministry, phenomenal speaker, and he will be with us as a part of our Tipping Point Prophecy Conference. Now, I say that, you need to go online and sign up. We're not raising our prices, we're just raising the quality of the conference, and I hope you appreciate that. And so, in fact, for a lot of the seats that are in the back of the first floor and up on the balcony, we've actually lowered the price of those seats. And so, if you're going to come to the conference, you need to go right now to endtimes.com. You can see the Prophecy Conference right there at the top of the page. Click on there and you can buy your seats, but you need to do that because it will fill up this year. I want to say thank you for being a part of this ministry. We hope that this blesses you. That's why we do what we do. It's a passion for me. I absolutely love encouraging people and educating people about the times that we're living in. This site exists. Our ministry exists for that purpose. And I want to ask you to consider giving a special gift at this time of the year. We're living in very severe times. There's never been a more important time in the history of the world for the message of Jesus and the message of Bible prophecy because it's happening right before our eyes and people need to know what the Bible says so that they can stay encouraged in these very difficult times because Jesus is coming. Would you help us get this message out? Would you consider giving us a very special gift this time of the year? You can go to give.endtimes.com. You can give a one-time gift, any amount, nothing's too small, 
nothing's too large. We appreciate everything that all of you do. And we know that some of you, the Lord has blessed you and this ministry has blessed you and you have the opportunity to give. Would you consider giving to us? Because everything that you give helps us to expand this ministry and to reach more people with the gospel and with this message of Bible prophecy that so many people need, they're so anxious. Some people are suicidal, they're hopeless. They need to know that God has spoken about these times and that Jesus is coming and there's reason for us to be encouraged even in these times. Go to give.endtimes.com. You can give a one-time gift. You can also give a recurring gift. Make your gift come back every month. We love that. It's such an encouragement to us here. Thank you. Please consider helping us if you would at this time of the year. It is such a blessing to us. Again, thank you for being a part of this ministry. Thank you for joining us today. And I'll see you next time. We'll be making some changes in the future. Can't wait for you to see them. God bless you.